0: everyone, and welcome back to the Rootless Living Podcast in episode number 86. This is your first time here. My name is Damien Ross, and besides being the host of this podcast, I'm also the publisher of the Rootless Living Magazine, but probably even more important, I'm a full-time digital nomad that has been living and working in an RV since 2017, and on this show, I chat with others that have also found unique ways to have a life that is full of travel and experiences while they're still working. On today's episode, I speak with Trevor and Leela and we get into how a devastating loss can point you in a whole new direction. Now, full disclosure, I haven't done one of these, and a little bit of a warning. We do touch on subject matters like suicide and the loss of a child, but they really do share how they push through all that and how they've come out on kind of the other side. But like always, before I say too much, let's get into the episode. All right, with that, I wanna welcome Trevor and Leela. How are you guys? Fantastic. Awesome. Excited to be here, man. Did I say it right? Remind me. I want to make sure. You got it right. Good. Okay. Yep. Yep. Because any, like we talked about a little bit in the pre-show, anytime it's got an E in it, I feel like, especially E and I, because remember that like it's I before E except after C. Exactly. And so then I found out me. there's like a ton of words where that doesn't, that's not true. Like I'm like, wait <laughs> a minute. There's exceptions. There's a whole other part of that song that I didn't learn. Um, <laughs> where are you guys in the world right now?
1: So right now we are currently in Oregon and we are in Southern Oregon. The reason we're here right now is we just had a new grandbaby born. So we kind of positioned ourselves here a little bit so we could be here for the arrival of this little one. Awesome.
2: Like two days ago.
0: Wow. So seriously, congrats on being grandparents. Very cool.
2: Grandkid number four.
0: There you go. Grandkid number four? Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are new to this. This is, you guys are getting that almost basketball team of grandkids. Way to go. <laughs> we're getting there, man. <laughs> I get some of my other kids to get on board, you know. <laughs> there you go. Do you guys consider yourselves a uh, full-time, part-time, sometime? Not that it really matters, but what do you guys um, consider? We kids
2: part-time okay. wanting to do more than we do now. We were, we were full-time for nine months last year.
1: Nice. And yeah. And, and part of that is, and, and we talked a little bit about this before is, we realized that because I, some of the medical stuff, I'm still going through um, breast cancer and I I needed to be a little bit stationary for a bit so we could get through the season of going through treatments and stuff. So um, that was part of the plan.
0: Gotcha. And as long as I'm not breaking any HIPAA laws, how's it going? How are you feeling? How's everything going?
1: You know, it's, it's been a journey and it's going to be a journey for a while. Um, We know that, but that's, the reason why you get out and live every day. And that's really the reason why we just said, I, we've got to change this all up. I, I can't keep going through and having Groundhog Day. I felt like every day I was living in this stress-induced Groundhog Day. Like, what am I living for? And we decided to get move out of Southern California and change our lives and start living. And I'm the one that's constantly, every single day, like, let's get outside, let's be, let's mm-hmm. go, let's do. And I don't regret it for a minute, making that decision. So.
0: Was the so let's go back to Southern California. Let's go back to when mm-hmm. you guys were deciding to uh, go full time or at least get out of California. Was it based on kind of what you were dealing with, and was that the realization, or did this news happen while you guys have been full time? Take me back to when you guys kind of took out. Yeah, of-
1: I'm, I'm gonna let Trevor go on that. Yeah, one. well, it's
2: been it's two years now. Okay, it's been two years. Like, well, here's just just a quick backup. You know, like I worked in the entertainment industry for 18 years. I was an editor working on. Um, your marketing for big movies, mostly for Disney and Marvel. And I got terminated in 2017. And I was like, some people would be like, oh my gosh, that sucks. you know. But I was like, yeehaw, I can join Lila because Lila had started working full-time as a realtor. And I'm like, I was kind of capped out on my potential there. And I was a little bit burned out and they could kind of tell. And I mean, it sounds like it's amazing. Like, well, you're an editor working in Hollywood and And it's it's great, but it's you're sitting in a ten by ten office with no windows, having people half your age tell you what to do, when you can come and go, you know, you know, giving you direction on your on your cuts. It's like, okay, I I don't I don't need this anymore. And I just wanted the freedom to be my own boss. And so I actually got licensed with her, you know, a year or two before that. But then I joined her full time and we started working full time real estate and we were doing we did pretty great. I was with my background in in video, you know, I had a YouTube channel where I was you know, for our for our real estate business and that helped us grow. You know, we had a really good year. That first year I was like fully full time. And then I started teaching other agents about video and started a YouTube channel for that. And so I started, you know, I started a course there. But but the real estate thing was like just super stressful. I mean Leela I, don't, I mean, people think, "Oh, you're a realtor. That's great. You uh, you show a house, and they give you a check for twenty grand." And it's like nothing could be further from the truth. It's it's super emotional and stressful. Everybody, when they go to buy or sell a house, they lose their mind. It's like, "Oh, I thought you were a good person. Turns out you're crazy." You know, <laughs> right. like, which was which was super common. You know, it's like just the way it is. You know, and and then it was like every day was the same thing. I'd be locked up in the office, and Lilo be out showing houses and dealing with transactions, and When you're an agent, there is no day off. It's Sunday at 11 p.m. If they have a question, you didn't answer the phone on, they lose their minds. It's just, it's so stressful. She was stressed out. I was stressed out. And I thought, well, we got to stay in California because everybody's left California. My mom is left there in Simi Valley and we got to stay for her. And we're like, oh, no, we got to start, start living now. And then she, we, I mean, another part of the story, and, and we're very open about it. Um, we lost a daughter 11 years ago to suicide. And so, like, between losing our daughter, my wife having breast cancer, having a double mastectomy, having a very stressful business, and having a daughter that moved to Oregon, um, we thought, you know, we have other kids, you know, in other states, but Um, we, you know, we looked around and it was, it's beautiful. It was was like, let's, let's, maybe we should go to Oregon. Like, uh, I don't know. And then the idea came, wait, what if we, you know, let's build a house in Oregon. It was like fantasy talk in the beginning, you know, let's build a house. And while they're building the house, a seller house in California, let's go travel the world full time. And like, I never, ever thought Lila would be an RV girl, like ever, (laughs) like I've never owned a truck, never owned an RV, never owned a chainsaw, you know, and And so the idea started to grow. It's like, well, we could be near our daughter and our granddaughter and be in somewhere new, try something new. And we found this like great piece of property and we like started building the house. Then
1: we bought a vandalized RV. We bought the vandalized RV because... I hated RVs, and it's true. I could never imagine myself living in a regular RV. Trevor kept taking me out to look at them, like, "Dude, these are freaking all ugly." So I wanted to vandalize RV that we could turn into a tiny home, which it drove him crazy. But
2: I oh, love dude. it. <laughs> I mean, you, so I mean, she wanted to buy a vandalized RV. I wanted once I wanted something newer, and. She's like, hey, I'll figure it out. I'll work on it. I'll get people to work on it. You want to do anything? And it was like, you know, two or three months of me working on the RV, but it came out great. You know, is there, we got a lot of videos and stuff on that up there. So anyway, that's where are we? What else do you want to know? That's kind of how it started. That's the but, genesis.
1: But that was really it. And I just knew for me, I, I there's an image of me. And to me, this is a telltale image. I had just gone through. What Nine hours of surgery, had a double mastectomy, I'm going through cancer and going through all the cancer treatments. I'm sitting in a freaking hospital bed, like hours after this, the morning after, propped up with glasses on and looking at contracts. Yeah, I
2: literally brought to the hospital. I'm like, hey, Lila, I got a question on this. But right after surgery would say
1: that to me, that was a that's a telltale image of what my life was like constant like stress and we had a team of agents that we were working, you know that worked for us and everything and it was just constant stress. and I just knew that i I knew that I wanted to live and that I didn't know what the future held for us and that we had to change something up. so we yep. made that big decision and it's been the best decision and it's
2: ever. and our whole thing is to like, To live every day. You know how people live for the future? You know, when I graduate, when I get married, when I have kids, and all the things people always say, it's like all we ever have is like this instant. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this instant right now with my wife and Damien on this podcast, like looking out the window at my force. Like, life is great. Like, you got to enjoy every single second, or or what is the point of even being here? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, it's funny that when you guys are talking about like the stress and thinking through contracts and working 24 seven. So, you know, the last couple of years we brought on some staff and one of the conversations I have with them is because they're all travelers or they're contractors and I'll email them. And, you know, like the next day, let's even say I get this email that starts with explaining why they didn't email me back faster. And, right. and I right. and I'm like, remember when you we interviewed four months ago and remember the five times sense where I've told you, you don't have to do that. Because yeah. I don't care what you're doing. And it's like, yes. oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot that they all have been so trained corporately
1: to yes. kind of yes. have that
0: stress mentality. And it's so yep. hard to break free from it. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I even hear in you where you're like, you know, people expect instant access. Like it took me forever, even with wow. my own mom, where I'm like, mom, that's not what my cell phone's for. My cell phone is so I don't have to stop at a payphone back then. It's not right. for you to have instant access to me. I will call you, <laughs> right? Beat me first, and then I might call you back at four dollars a minute. You know, and I've kept kind of the same attitude, even though it's gotten cheaper. You know, and, right. but I can totally feel it. And I, I, would say that being in a hospital, dealing with everything you're dealing with, and then still having to do contracts is going to be eye opening. That what am I doing with my life? You know, like no matter yeah. how successful you are, those yeah. contracts oh. could be hundred million dollar contracts. It's still like, why am I doing this? Yeah, it,
1: it, that was really people would have, I mean, people would have loved the business that we had and like thought we were crazy to walk away from what we had there. And,
2: and it was terrifying. It's not like we had a gazillion dollars. to make It, do. it was a huge risk, massive risk.
1: But I, but I, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't trade it. It's it's been the best thing ever. And I see so many people that are afraid to take that risk in life. Mm. And for what? For why?
0: Right. And I think some of my listeners might get a little upset at this, but whatever. I think people think when you move from California to Oregon that you've just basically moved to the same state. Um, <laughs> they are so different in so oh many great, God. amazing ways. It's so weird to me. And I haven't found a way to work this in the show, so I'm going to work it. And I might get some unsubs for this, but it's fine. Oregon recently announced that they're going to up like a, a visitor tax to state parks of 25%. Yeah. Oh, really. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. And people are losing their minds. Like, that's it. I'm never going there. That's the last draw. Oh, gosh. And it's like, if you've ever stayed at a twenty four dollar a night Oregon State right. Park, and right. and oh. now because I'm from South Dakota, it's going to cost me a whopping thirty one, and I'm going to save that in taxes anyways, um, yeah. because there are no taxes in Oregon. I'm uh, like, oh, no, sales yeah. no sales tax. People. Yeah, <laughs> it's the weirdest like battle where I'm like, I literally had a battle with someone. They're like, well, we'll stay in Washington. And then we'll drive over because that's ridiculous. And I was like, it's like $48 a night for a Washington state park. And you have to pay the gas. Why are you, what is wrong with you? Stop watching Fox news. It's ridiculous. Can I
1: tell you people, life is too short over seven bucks in (laughs) the state park at night. Okay guys, because I can, we have traveled all over the United States and we go back and we, and we, we had just been to Ireland right before COVID shut everything down. and, and I thought Ireland was one of the most beautiful places in the world. Oh, my gosh, guys, get to freaking Oregon and right. travel the coast here and see some of the most beautiful places you're ever going to see. It's ridiculous. Ever, ever. And pay the extra seven bucks. And go <laughs> right. to Walmart and you won't pay sales tax. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what's the – I always forget the, like, freeways and highways. What's the main freeway that you're going, you know, east to west, that the other side is Washington and this side is Oregon?
1: Yeah, I think it's a 101. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, not along no? the coast no, no, no. where you're oh, going, sorry. like,
0: east. Like, when you're heading. I Dude, I don't even, oh, God. I am, we've been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't I even am know still. So. <laughs> it is yeah. like you all of a sudden you're in Game of Thrones and then you're in right? Star Wars. Yes! Like, it's, no, the yeah. backdrops are oh. just amazing. And Dude, you, know, have you have yeah, you done the coast, Damien? Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've been everywhere. Goonies has been. I've been oh, from my goodness. Yeah, yeah, as close as you can get to Canada without them doing a background check to all right? the way down to okay. California. It's like that's the thing. Like you guys said, uh, uh, two words there for a second. You probably didn't know you even said it. You said the United States, and I, I'm just like I'm. I'm an American, and I live in all 48 states. Yeah, that's I don't right. care you can't tell me if it's red or blue. I don't care. I don't care if a state right. has a Portland or if they have an yeah. Austin or if they have an Atlanta, because I don't want to go to those big cities anyways, but I have honestly, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm in Oklahoma. I love it. I've been to Texas and love it. The Carolinas and love it. The Virginias yep. and love it. I don't get this idea of, you know, and it's really sad because then you, you, you basically wipe out half the States you won't go mm-hmm. to based on some sort of red or blue. And, And I will tell all my friends, Oregon, it's mostly farm country, salt of the earth type of people. It's, oh, people are so kind
2: here. It's, it's amazing. I like, I don't miss California first. Like I, I was born in Santa Monica. I was,
1: my whole life has been in California and I don't miss it for a second. Yep. And and I tell you, you can, anybody want to have, give us a, we can give you a travel punch list. If you ever want to come, just hit us up and we'll, we'll, we'll Love tour that. you around. Just 10 places that will blow your mind. And outside of that, I think you're hit, you hit on something because when we think about all of our travels across the United <laughs> States and big or small, one of our favorite places that we ever that we stayed was in Blue Eye, um, Missouri, or Arkansas, depending where you went, if you traveled across the street. Mm-hmm. And Blue Eye had like 140 people, yep. um, Blue Eye, Missouri. And depending on where you came in the town, on the other side of Arkansas, it either had 30, 28, or 32 people
0: <laughs> <laughs> on, the the sides, lines, on the sides side the when again. you
1: came in. And it was... The people, and that's what we've said all along. Is it's the people that we have met along our journeys that have forever touched our heart, changed our hearts. Um, the things that you find and you connect with people, and you don't know why you're connected or why you're inner. You, you know, you found them. Um, that man, the the people that hosted us in um, Blue Eye, we related so much. We had shared our story about losing our daughter through suicide, and he was so um, vulnerable and shared his story about how he was going to take his life, but then he discovered that somebody needed help. So we just connected on such an intense level with such incredible hospitable people across the United States. It's, it's been our favorite part of traveling is meeting people. And when you're talking about where are you like, man, we're going to meet in person someday soon. (laughs) Right,
0: Right. And I think it's, I mean, especially, I don't know if I would notice it as much you know, being someone that, you know, just recently finished state number 48. We were just in Kansas and oh, that was our 48th yeah. state. Yeah, it was really kind of I a... Love
1: Kansas? Yeah, I, yeah.
0: Great. there's parts of it. Oh, well, here's what's weird with Kansas. That. You want to get upset? You got to give them your social security number when you stay at their state campgrounds. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because you got to get that little, like, pa- like package to be there parking and they want to make sure you're not a deadbeat dad, even if you're a mom. And, oh, and, and even if you're out of state, I'm like, I'm a South Dakota resident with adult children. There's no back child support. Like, doesn't matter. You've got to give us your social security. Anyways, I love Kansas. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get like, well, that's it. I'm writing Kansas off because they asked me for Ooh. a social security number. But right. I, I I feel like because of social media and how just like vile we've become to each other and then even yes. in the RV community. But when you get out there in these small towns, yeah, as long no. as you don't tell anyone you're from California. But if you get out yeah, there in these small town, <laughs> yeah, exactly, you just meet the most amazing human beings. And everyone, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, it, I, like every once in a while, because I'm too, I'm, you know, I'm kind of not born, but definitely raised in Los Angeles. When someone right. waves, I still throw up a gang sign. Like, I, it's still hard for me to remember just to wave back, you know, and it's so great being waved at; I love it. So yeah. it sounds like you guys' path is similar. You wanted to get out of California. It sounds like you knew that Oregon might be the spot. But between that, looks like you've done some traveling. Is that what I'm right. picking up?
2: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what we did. I mean, yeah. we we I mean, we landed in Oregon. Like, had my daughter not landed here, we wouldn't have been here. But then we found this place, and it's like it's magical. And in between selling California and the house being finished here, we just we built the RV and we traveled the whole country. We literally drove the RV from you know east coast to west we were in you know florida Destin, louisiana we we you know stayed in you know state parks it was it was it was incredible and we and we traveled with, we have a, we've been talking about this we had a daughter that's special needs she's 30 years old traveled with us and we had oh, cool. dogs with us we have two, yeah. two obnoxious <laughs> dogs so all the little all the challenges you can have we had right. but it still worked out amazingly well
0: i am falling more and more in love with your story because <laughs> what i feel like is, and this has been a big important thing with rootless and and I might might get a little emotional is that I like sharing people's stories. It's so unique and different because I know it's not that unique and different that there is someone that has lost a child to suicide. There is someone that has a special needs kid or dealing with cancer or wanting to get out of a stressful job that they need to hear and see from other people that they're doing it. And then one, it just makes you realize that all of your you know, anchors or the things holding you back. They really don't need to, you can live this life and you can, you can get out there. So it's amazing that you guys are being so open and sharing it all so far.
1: 100%. That was, you know, when we've been through, as obviously you obviously hearing our story unfold a bit, but we've been through a lot of things. And I still remember day one, we just knew like when we lost our daughter and some of that, we just said we were going to be very transparent and very available and open. As a result, we knew that we could touch and help other people, um and that was that was we couldn't change what we were going to go through or the incredible loss that we had but we knew that by being open and transparent with all of anything in our lives that we could be that we would have that ability to be i don't know part of somebody else's you know help or story. And people
2: and people have reached out to us you know yeah, since, on many occasions and it's and and just like you know there's not things you can say but just for them to have somebody to talk to that's been through it that can completely empathize with them people people need that and it's and it's helpful and it's like what can we do like i can't change the past like you know for me stressing out and being depressed and all that stuff like it doesn't it doesn't benefit anyone you know but how can we what can we do to benefit the world with the crap that we've been through
0: yeah. right no and i think it's i think it's our generation i don't think you know my parents are boomers and i don't think they they're pretty open though now, but I they weren't like growing, like you just didn't talk about this stuff. Oh, yeah. for like, sure. Oh, you, yeah, for, sure for
1: sure. And yeah. you know, our daughter, you know, one of our concerns too is just to, going back to our daughter, Keelan, that's 30 with special needs. We, you know, she's very much, um, part of her world is about the structure and their routine. So when we were making this decision, we included her as part of that. We really had to make sure that we were going to make this wonderful for her that she was going to be able, okay with this constantly changing routine like hey we like the most that we have ever planned is 10 days mm-hmm. in advance of where we're going to stay and while we're traveling and so we just had her become part of the planning which really helped her feel more in control and then again so many people along the way fell in love with a Kaylin. And they got they got to know her and got to know her heart and understand and see and some people had never experienced somebody like Kaylin in their lives. Well, so many people just accepted her and just fell in love with her. And it's been a great experience for her. She she wouldn't trade it either. In fact, she's planning our next two trips right now as we speak. She, I think yesterday she was sending Trevor. She was looking up <laughs> these the state stars. parks. <laughs> so, <yeah.
0: laughs> Well, to make sure she understands it. Oregon's 25% more. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Unless you guys are residents now, then you're fine. Um, you know, what's funny is, so I have, a, I have a friend that's got a severe autistic child where, you know, it's very difficult to communicate. And one of my best friends at the time was very ocd and uh, this kid walked in and I always remember he walked right over to my buddy who was eating Chinese food and just grabbed a fistful of his Chinese food and just put it in his yeah. mouth and walked away and he yeah. didn't know what to do. But what's so funny is we still talk about that that changed his OCD. Really? Yeah, like to well, the point where he never could share food, he could never give someone a bite or a sip or a drink, you know, wow. this was this someone like, you know, in his early 30s and that kid grabbing it and he had to fight through not to make the kid feel like he did anything wrong finished his plate and it like changed him and it, i always remember that where i was like that's that's the only reason trevor came over today oh, it's funny that the kid's name is trevor yeah. and trevor came over today was to do that to you andy was to just grab a you know a fistful of your food and change your life forever and i always will remember that happening to that's Andy. Amazing. And it's just funny. That up yeah. And it's just that kind of stuff that I think that's the part of the thing too, that I love hearing from you guys is um, if all you learn about stuff is through television or movies, oh. um, especially whether it's California, special needs or suicide, unless you really hear someone's story where you can look someone in the eye or meet the child or meet the parents that have gone through this, it really changes your whole belief on it. Cause there's been many people that have, finally gotten comfortable with me and then they'll mention how much they hate California or Los Angeles. And I'm like, you know, that's where I originally am from. They're like, wait, you got South Dakota plates and that giant beard. And I'm like, yeah, it's still all California, man. And it's funny how people, then they're like, wait, so are all people from California like you? I'm like, yeah, well, quite a few of us are. <laughs> I'm not You're that unique.
2: Normal human beings. Exactly. Weird, right? Yeah. Really cool
0: people. No, that's yeah. awesome. That you guys are getting out there and telling your story. So in this interim, like I know you guys said all across the country, do you guys keep, uh track of kind of your states like how many states you've been to so far yeah. you know yeah, really. you know it's really okay. funny
1: I, um people had the i literally just last week we were, yeah. we passed this harvey and they had one of those maps with those the, that you can stick on the pictures i'm like hey we should probably get one of those and yes, to, which states try to see to. Which, yeah. which states but i think a little bit for us it was more about the journey and not so many no not collecting so many states and and we um, we were just more literally like free flowing, like, "Hey, you want to go here? Or this but sounds I, good." But I do
2: like that concept, Damien. But I don't know what the rules are. So, well, that's that what's cool. You, <laughs> you
0: yeah, make are your... the
2: rules that you have to. You have to camp there. or You have to drive through it. Here's, here's uh, <laughs> to get the sticker.
0: <laughs> what I've always said is because uh, I see this being asked, and then um, you know, I, there was a guy that was hysterical because the, the people ask, "What is it?" And he's like, "Well, for me and my wife, it's we have to make love in the state." Oh, and, and, someone, and then he's like he's, he's like, we've been on the road full time and he shows it. It only has Texas and he's like yeah we left you know we were married 20 years and we left from Texas. but so we don't have any others. He was a very funny guy. but you make up the rules. <laughs> for us it you was yeah for us it was at least two nights we wanted to spend the night but most states we've stayed more than two nights. We have had a couple sticker states where we literally went. But it is fun to look now that it's that map is complete. I mean, the Hawaii really pisses me off because my 40 foot RV is never going to Hawaii. So, dude, with enough
2: money, anything's possible. (laughs) Maybe, maybe.
0: (laughs) I agree. And so, for me, I think it's fun. But that's the one thing I always tell people you make up if it wants to be drive through or you have to play around a golf or see a baseball game or whatever it is, you make up the rules. But then it is fun to just get an idea that, yeah, we've lived and worked in all 48, we still got Hawaii and Alaska to go and then we'll have done the 50 and hopefully at some point we can get back into Canada and do some of the Canada ones too. Right. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I know we've got a couple big trips that we we've really want to do. Um, some of our, we the ones to Canada and we've got another one We're we're going to redo the outside of our RV um, in Mexico. So we've got that big trip that we're going to be planning probably about January. That one's going to come. So nice.
0: Very cool. Well, I think we've, I think we've covered travel. You guys are really doing it. And it's nice that you guys have a home base and it allows me to talk about that. It doesn't disqualify you from being rootless in any way if you have nope. a home base. Even if you have a home, it doesn't disqualify you. No, um, exactly. I will make and, the assumption you're not doing real estate anymore, though. So, what are okay, you guys doing? That's really
1: funny. Do you say that? But oh, I, actually, sure. I still. <laughs> I told no, you. But not to the extent that it was. Not even me. No. Gotcha. Okay. And no. And it's been great. I mean, that's it literally. Like, I would just say I was working probably 80 plus hours a week. Um, And now just because I've had clients and I have all these people that I've worked with, people are coming to me and I've just partnered a lot with, with the things that I'm doing. If I've hopped on planes, a few times we've been other States and I need to hop on planes and do some things with real estate, but it's, Nothing to the extent that it was. Yeah, and it's barely. Yeah, barely. but but even there, last month I was in a couple of deals that I was working on, and Trevor saw the stress start rising back up. So
2: I mean, literally, I mean, on the road we closed, I don't know, five, six, seven deals. From the RV last year, you know traveling
1: in in like a couple months in the summer, and I was and then
2: and then even from here, you know that you know we're not marketing actively in California. We're both actually still licensed in California. She's almost licensed (laughs) Oregon. We're like,
1: do we do it? I don't know. It's kind of nice not doing it. Sometimes just partnered with somebody and listed a house here, but much easier. But we've we've definitely shifted what we're doing for work, and that's yeah, that's been a great thing for us.
2: And the other thing as far as travel, like our goal. You know, we travel the U.S. because, you know, we're pretty locked down, but our goal is to really expand our whole reach to travel the world because we've, you know, we've been to Ireland and I went to Peru last, what, like a month or two ago by my with my brothers, but we've been, we case. haven't been out of the country much and we want to see the rest of the world, too. We want, to, we want to keep traveling locally, meaning the U.S., and then we want to get out and see the world and, you know, grow our, you know, we have YouTube and junk. We want to get a, a bunch of stuff out there. I just want to see life. Life is so short. Like I am hyper aware of how short life is with the losses that we've suffered. And I don't, I don't want to waste it. Right. I want to see what this world has to offer.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's good that you guys are doing a lot of the U S too, because, you know, I think my first travel was Europe in my twenties. I think my parents, you know, like said, Hey, do you want to go on us with this tour? And I was really excited. And, one i think it was like a little too young to be like exploring europe i just didn't appreciate right. it you didn't know appreciate it. Yeah. yeah and then but the other thing is like i've been relatively shocked like just there have been times where i've been in parts of the united states where i do think i'm in europe um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think that's the one thing that i keep preaching when i when i'm talking to even yeah. my own kids or younger people is i'm not saying not to go to europe or not to go to africa or not to go to australia i'm just saying if you haven't even gone to, you know, a sister neighboring state um, or right. the East Coast and you're on the West Coast, like, maybe do that first, like, and just really kind of check it out because you'll be blown away what's here in the States. Oh, for us.
2: The diversity is ridiculous. You think, like, well, everything looks like Los Angeles and Santa Monica Beach. It's like, no, man. Yeah, yeah. This 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 country, even each state is I Drive through the Redwood Forest in California, the Sequoias, and compare that to downtown LA. It's like you're in a different country. Well, I
1: was even thinking of being in the Grand Isle the aisles in, in Louisiana. Yeah. And what, just talking to them, they, you know, crazy. It was a barrier Island. They get hit with all these hurricanes and they keep rebuilding these houses on well, still see, st- taller and taller. Like you
2: have, you have no idea. You, you think that everybody in the, you know, if you grow up in like a little suburban neighborhood the whole life of California, you think, well, the whole world lives like this. It's like, not even close. Like, whoa, you guys live on a dairy farm. Right. You guys have has- your own, like what? How is you live in a you live on an island on stilts. You have to worry about hurricanes every like you just have no idea. You live on a pecan plantation yeah, in the middle was, of what was that? That, Kansas? Was, in, was, it that was I don't, know. I don't, know. I don't Pawpaw's, know. Pecans, one of the places. It was like Arkansas. Yeah, I think it was,
1: was, yeah, think was Arkansas. Arkansas.
2: It's like it's insane the diversity of of people and of culture and of environment and geography. It's ridiculous. Like there are 50 different countries here, man.
0: I also feel like, too, as as for some reason within the United States, and it might be everywhere if I really looked at it, I know Australia, the majority of the people lived along the coast, not so much in the middle, but I really feel like in the United States, I would say that 80% of the people live on 20% of the land. Yep, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're just all jammed in, and it's so weird getting out to a place where you are in a town of 30 people or it takes an hour before you see the next car. I, like, I always make the joke, like I can't even remember the last time I waited in line at a Starbucks. Like, yeah. it's, like it's not even a thing anymore, if there even is a Starbucks. But right. I never look for parking. Like I spent the majority of my adult life looking for parking. Oh my and, gosh. and I never look for parking. It's so
2: yeah. bizarre. LA will do that to you.
0: So besides uh, still the occasional deal, which is cool, because I hope if there's anyone that's like, oh, we're a realtor, we can never leave. for Even for short terms, it's like, no, you can, Clearly.
2: Oh, I mean absolutely. COVID actually helped with that because people are like more cool with like, Hey, we'll do it on zoom or phone. And right. you know, they don't even know that we're in different States. Like she takes care of them completely. They get full service. And right. if we have, we have hands on the ground there, that if there's something that needs to be in person, it's yeah, everything's possible. You just gotta, right. it's not like people think, Oh, it's not possible. Think, well, no, how can I do it? Well, there's a way.
0: Absolutely. You know? Without a doubt, Is absolutely. that all you guys are doing right now in regards to, okay, let's do it. Tell me what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah. Okay, so last year, you know, part of it was real estate. Prior to that, it was all real estate. You know, before the Hollywood thing, and then um, I started. A, I we started, I started a YouTube channel for for real estate agents to teach them how to make videos that don't suck, so they can sell more houses. And so I I had the channel. Then I made a course, and that was half our income last year. And and we started doing that more this year. And it and and we're kind of evolving. We're kind of switching it up now, and it's 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 all shifting to basically our travel channel and on youtube and and then we'll we'll have associated products with that and we also have another we have a live camera in our backyard um that we stream that we stream 24 7 we just started that one that we're going to eventually monetize and so it's all going to be related to those two youtube channels you know products affiliate links um sponsorships and i and I'm going to be creating another course, you know, probably it's more general about YouTube and video and filmmaking um, that will probably, you know, sell as well. Because I've learned like doing it once and running Facebook ads and setting up all these funnels and all this stuff. It, uh, I, le- I learned a ton and I know, I know how to do it now. And we're going to just kind of shift it to what our passion is like real estate wasn't, wasn't my passion. Our passion, I love, I love filmmaking. I love travel. I love video. I love YouTube. And my wife's on board with most of those things and, We're just going to pursue what we're passionate about, and that's—I think—that's the the key to have success in something that's that's a creative thing like that. Well,
1: and I would say the the you know moving out of where we are in a high stress, high situation, high overhead, and moving you know into and purchasing the RV, which gives us the ability to literally. I think it was a couple of days ago. We we're like, oh, well, let's leave tomorrow morning. You know, we, we, we have done that multiple times. Um, we've have now the ability just to get up and leave and go have these adventures and go travel, but we become passionate about it. We can take all the other things that we've learned in life and put this into a beautiful passion of things that we're discovering for ourselves, but we've take all our experiences and, and package it together to make it Something that's viable. So it's been it's been a great experience. And it's
2: taking risks. Like none of this none of this stuff is a sure thing, man. Like everything is risky. And you know, you're never gonna go to your grave and go, oh, dang it, man, I'm sure glad I didn't I'm sure glad I didn't take that risk and try that thing, but you might go to your grave going, I wish I would have tried more. I wish I would have taken that risk. I wish I would have pursued my passion. And like, people are afraid. Like, don't be afraid, man. Get out there. What do you want to do? And, and just find a way to do it.
1: I mean, our our channel um, is, and we'll talk about it, but it's Life Untethered, but it's L-Y-F-E, live your fullest every day. And mm. that's really our whole long-term agenda and goal is literally live every day.
0: I love it. Yeah. I think for me, the analogy I always use is I'm an avid poker player. I'm never upset about the hands I play and lose. I'm always upset with the hands that I folded that I would have won. Yeah. Right? Like I still yeah. think about the folded hands way more than the hands that I play and lost. I think about like, yeah. why did I doubt myself? Why didn't I just put all my chips in and, yep. you know, and the flush would have hit, you know, that kind of a thing. And it, it's a great it was, analogy. Like, what's, for my- what's-
2: yeah, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, you try right. something, you fail. What, well, you pick it up and so what? What if you lost your house or your car?
0: So what? You know,
2: right. it's like, yeah, keep living.
0: Yeah, and that's why, I' funny, I use the poker analogy a lot sometimes because if I take a gamble, per se, on a hand that the odds are really good and I get sucked out on and I lose... I just raise my hand and they bring me more chips and I buy those right. and I try again. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. I try to use that in everything in business and in life. And just, you know, I mean, I, I don't want people to get all addicted to gambling per se, but if it was right. chess, it'd be the same thing. If I was playing in chess tournaments and I, oh, I you know, I should yeah. have moved the rook there. Right. Let's start over. I agree. Right. that And it's funny yeah. too, how our history, you know, the the things that you are passionate about, you know, hearing you talk about film and editing it's the people that you worked for that suck the life out of that passion. Yeah. And it's, it's not the actual doing it's the people that you're working for. And and I heard you even say it, and I've heard it many times where it's, you know, this effect of micromanagement, micromanagement, even when someone is, is like half your age and, you know, got the position for whatever reason, like all these things and you get passed over and I, I've heard so many stories about that and just seeing people that now are back doing somewhat what they used to do, but on their own terms on their own schedule, sometimes yeah. even for less money, but the, passion love and life is there again. right so great and, I,
2: and just a slight disclaimer i had some great people i worked with so i'm not complaining about them but it's just it's just the industry just right. is what it is oh, you
0: know? 100%. no my parents were both in the industry and people ask me all the time why didn't you go in the industry i said because both my parents were in the right. industry <laughs> <Right>.
2: you know <laughs> I want your,
0: you know the i industry was inside the bubble i saw it i saw what's behind the curtain don't go there because yeah. yeah go yeah. Find, figure something else out yeah no for sure I love well let's talk a little let's talk a little bit about the channel too. I mean we can do this at the end where people can find you, but talk about how this where did the idea come from to just start? Were you guys making photos before I mean making videos before you left or was this before we left
2: the state? Well, we were making videos on the real estate channel first.
0: Right. You know, just just more real estate business. Yeah, at the
1: time we were probably one of the first Um, real estate channels that was went to YouTube. That was, we were very unique. We were, we, we, we actually um, was looking at some stuff yesterday on, you know, that comes up in your memories on Facebook and um, you know, we've been asked to speak at, professional conventions and different things with our real estate um, channel and some of that. So we were really new and we were actually told by one of our brokers that we were going in the wrong direction, going with that. We were recreating, a, you know, this something that was, uh, what, were, what was it? We were oh. being creative or something and we needed to just stick to this. Stick to knocking or, on doors. Yeah, One on of doors. our brokers <laughs> that we
2: left, like, he wasn't super supportive. He was like, oh, that's great. But, you know, basically go knock on doors and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm good.
1: And so we, <laughs> so we were, left. so we've always kind of just, done our own thing a bit. And obviously that paid off very well for us. Like I said, we had an extremely successful business, wonderful clients. We still have clients that follow us. So we got comfortable and familiar with getting on camera. But now when, when we were transitioning, we just thought let's document this.
2: Yeah. I mean, when, well, I, we had the local real estate, then I started the channel for realtors and, you know, so, so, you know, we learned even like, it's one thing people think. Oh, you were in Hollywood, so you know how to do all the things. Like, no, I was an editor. I had somebody else that would write the scripts, that would produce it, that would direct it, that would that you know that would do you know do the graphics, did this, did the uh, final mix. Like, I was just the editor, so I had to learn all the other things to be on camera, all that stuff. And so, you know, we had that other channel that we grew in, you know for realtors. And then as we were traveling, we're like, well, let's we're gonna we're gonna renovate an RV and travel the country. That's that's way more interesting. In fact, I even spoke at. You know, our real estate office one time. And I said, I have the dream of every 14 year old girl. I want to be a full-time travel vlogger, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, bam, it's like I pretty much am a 14 year old girl now, you know? <laughs>
1: I love it. And, and we talked about this a little bit earlier too, but on there, we share our story and we kind of share our why we, we did a really vulnerable yeah. interview. I don't know, a couple months ago, and we just talked to, about it, all of our really vulnerable why's. And as a result of that, we know that, it's, it's bigger than we are. There's people that have reached out to us. They've, you know, had some of the same struggles that we've gone through. Somebody just reached out to Trevor a few days ago. He, he had lost his son. Gosh, I thought it was going to be okay. But, yeah. you know, it's just, um, you know, we like we said, we can't change the things we've gone through, and it's still difficult. But we know that there's other people that we can help serve. And that's what we've discovered more and more that we find that we are giving back more to people than we're gaining by doing some of that and sharing our experiences and our adventures.
0: I think it's also honoring those that you've lost too. Oh, for sure. Because I think, and again, I will reach out to, to Hollywood and TV. I think we've seen where a family with three kids loses one kid and the family just gets torn apart. Nobody's doing anything. And it's like the family has died. And you know, it's a great way of honoring where I think a lot of people are like, well, you can't just move on. You do move on. You just move on differently, but you know, they're still with you, but they've got to, they've got to know you're living your life. Everyone else has to see that too. And I've seen the other side of it where people just stop living because it's so hard to deal with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we dealt with it very differently, you know, like her and I, but my thing has always been like, there's nothing, if there was something I could do, I would do whatever I could to bring her back, but I can't. So I like the. I, you know, I specifically thought the best way to honor her is to live a full life. Mm. And so that's what I try to do.
0: You said something really, too, that I think is profound and people need to hear it is we do all grieve differently. I think I'm I'm, I love I love like criminal like podcasts. And I will say that so many people have been falsely accused because they didn't grieve in a way that the police or the authorities thought they should grieve. Yes. And, And it's like, how is what? who I didn't take that day in class, like how to grieve the right way. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like people do it and it comes out and manifests itself in all different ways and shapes and sizes. And you just don't know.
2: Yeah, you don't. And we, and her and I, I mean, it was so different. It was, dude, it was rough. We've been through, we've been through some rough times. It's like, Oh, we're not, Oh, just perfect couple. They dealt with everything so perfectly. No, we've had, we've been through all the things that you would expect to go through. Well, and well, uh, I'm not complaining
0: about anything or at least the next month after talking to you guys, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, Oh no, no, no I've got thing, it. I've got a good, <laughs> they've yeah, been through it, good, but the weird thing is like,
2: we're, I think now we're better than ever after 25 years of marriage, we're better than ever which is which is kind of crazy considering and there were times that i didn't think we'd make it i mean literally and like here we are somehow push through it yep that's awesome! I love
0: hearing
1: that. Really like each other a lot, so that's good.
0: <laughs> and you do find out that in you know really small spaces too, right? Like that's where it really oh, gets exposed. Oh god! Yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. boy! I I went out when we were traveling. I I had a bike. I would get on that bike almost every day and ride my bike to wherever we were—a beach or a park or something. <laughs> so, yeah, and that, some space. that's because that's everybody needs a bike. If you have an RV, just get on it and ride outside. Be outside. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And like, and just, I mean, we haven't really mentioned Kaylin too much, but, but Kaylin, I mean, she's, it's like having, you know, our other, we have a total of six kids and she's one of them and she's good for like, she's like three or four kids all in one, you know, right. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the amount of attention and stuff, you and know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's good.
0: I bet. I bet. Um, okay. So we've got the channels, we've got the editing, we've got the courses, we've got anything else. Are you guys good with all that? Or you got something else you guys are still doing for work on the road? Or does that I mean, up on that?
2: those are, those are the things I mean, we're considering some Amazon junk and all, but you know, that it's mostly, uh,
1: it's, it's you, we're going all in on, on YouTube right now. That's and, our And, you, and really channels. the goal for us in building, whatever we're doing is to keep that untethered part of our lives mm. and, and, stuck, yeah. and we don't want to be stuck. We want to have that fluid to just pick up and go and, and to be able to, to, to go, when we need to or whatever we need to. And it's been great as well because we've got, like we said, we've got some of our kids in other states. I was able to go and spend three weeks um, earlier this year with my other grandsons and their family and help them out for a while. We spent, you know, five weeks with them last summer. Um, I I love that we can just be so um, fluid in how we travel and how we go and, 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 and serve and help and people. One thing that people need to realize is, even if
2: you're not traveling full-time or even if you're not traveling at all, there is so much that life has to oh, offer Like, like I just built like, okay, I don't have 12 grand to throw down for like a, an in-ground jacuzzi in the backyard right now. So, so I thought, Oh, let's build a travel jacuzzi. So I literally out of a two by two by six horse trough yesterday, I built a portable hot tub that we can take with us in the RV and, you know, I finally finished it yesterday, last night, me and Lila were in that thing till, I don't know, 10 o'clock last night, you know, n- literally next to our RV, we had the RV hit it up. So we go in there after and kind of warm up a little bit. And then we got up this morning at like six and went back out there again and like stared at the trees in our forest. It's like, there's like beautiful stuff every day, even outside your, in your backyard, even in the city, but it, you don't, you don't have to go far or necessarily anywhere to live.
0: Right. No, I agree. And I I do wish more people, especially if you are landlocked, you know, because of your job or whatever, that figuring out a way to make your home an oasis so you don't feel like you need to escape your home, it's, that's the part that, you know, I always love, you know, having that area with the hammock and just an area that you can't escape, you can't, you got to figure it out. But I just, I keep encouraging people because I have so many family and friends that are in very crowded cities, or I just keep it just rent an Airbnb on a farm somewhere and just spend yes. two days and tell me what happens to you. I get, you don't have an RV, but just go and then tell me what you think about it. And then maybe you'll realize, you know, that there are stars, there are sounds and there's quiet that you've just have never experienced. And it's great.
1: It, it reminds me, we I was literally going to an acupuncturist when I was in the heat of everything and uh, in, in the stress of my job. And one of his things was I, I was having back pain and just physical pain because of all of the uh, stress, and he actually said, "You need to go to Ojai and go to this place and get massage." And that's what we did one year, and that was kind of the opening of like, "Oh my gosh, there is life out of having you know connections to phones and computers and all of this, and outside and just fresh air and everything." And that that is so so true. Is no matter where you are, you can always just disconnect and be outside and be present.
0: Right. No, it's really powerful too. And it is, it, it, it's sad to me that more and more I realize people that they haven't really moved much, traveled much or seen much, even in their own state. Like if, like I always talk to people, Oh, if I had an RV, I would do that. I'm always like, you don't need to have an RV. You, you know, yeah. Well, I don't really like hotels. Well, that's why they invented Airbnb. You're good to go. Like you can go camping. You can, yeah, it's, it's completely changed. Yep. Yep. People need to do it for sure so when you guys oh go ahead sorry oh
1: i was gonna say that is the one thing that i did love about um covid when it first happened is that they had sold out of like kayaks and hammocks and all of those items like that that they were just flying off the shelves and that told me that people were kind of nesting at home and really trying to truly live during that heat of covid I, i think that was one of the beautiful things that has come out of covid 100%.
2: 100%. This may be the only person that's ever said, one of the things I loved about COVID was this. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, like, what was it, the report that last month there was, it was a record year for, like, Yellowstone, you know? And, oh, I'm yeah. sure. And, oh, no, yeah. and the only thing I just try to tell people is, don't get me wrong, Yellowstone's beautiful, but when there's a million people there during the month, it's yeah. pretty crowded. Yeah. There are areas that don't require a pass and don't have a fence that are as pretty and you won't see a soul, so just know that but yes, everybody, absolutely. everybody's right. going for the Instagram shot and it's like, go on yeah. a hike, go on a hike without your phone and it'll change your life too. Yes. Oh, yeah. I
2: don't know if I could dude. Yeah, that. No.
0: It'd be, yeah, it <laughs> is. It is tough. I always want to do the, I don't know if you guys have ever done this. I want to do like the old school travel where you have to put the phone away and you literally have to get out the map and just oh, try to oh, do gosh. it, and like get to a campground, and like find a payphone, and call the campground an hour ahead, and see if they have, like, really do it before cell phone. I just think it would be miserable. But people did it for years. I, years. I, I was, you terrible. know, you said <laughs> that, and I'm thinking,
1: I wonder how many arguments we were. Oh,
0: right, yeah. it's the, the right is soon. What, describe soon. What? How would it? What does soon mean to you now? Yeah. yeah. yeah sure. Oh gosh. So when you guys aren't working and you're not traveling, uh, what are you guys doing for fun? What's something you guys like doing in the exploration? I mean, section? well, that's.
2: I mean, we got a, we got an inflatable kayak. We do, and we, and we spent we spend a lot of time. I mean, we we hosted our daughter here for about a month because it was closer to the midwife. So we had our daughter and our granddaughter here, and her husband when he wasn't working, and so that was occupying almost all of our time. Because our granddaughter's two years old, and and she's freaking adorable, but full of energy. So it's 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 family, you know.
1: But but we also, like, anything that's outdoors, like, we both love to hike, and um, we, yep. we're we both into CrossFit, so we... Yeah, we do CrossFit.
2: We try to do CrossFit six days a week.
1: And we just, and we literally just, every day, my thing is, let's get outside. Let's get in there. We love the ocean. We love the water. We love the rivers. You know, anything that's outside So it. And, and I just broke out, like...
2: I've always wanted to play guitar and I just broke it out again. Like it has been nice. sitting in a box for a year and I just broke it. I guess I can learn to play that stupid thing. So.
0: <laughs> so when we talk about explore, I want to go back sometimes cause I feel like how was your explore life five years ago when you're working 80 hours a week, what were you guys doing?
2: <laughs> explore not a whole lot of exploring, man. It was almost all it was just the constant stress of work Whether you, whether you're working for somebody else, you know, five years ago I was working for somebody else. It's like, well it's, you know, nine to six, seven, whatever. And it's it totally consumes you, right? And then there's not much time. And then you know, even the weekends were kind of the same. You know, I, I remember when our daughter was living at home. It's like oh, let's go get protein powder. I'll go to the gym. and I'll go to the car wash, and you know, right. and then try to go on a date with my wife on Saturday night. But it's kind of the
1: same thing, it was just routine. We we didn't get out much, man. No, we re- we really didn't. And I I think about it. We talked about it all the time. We we weren't that far away from Malibu to the beach and. We didn't make it that often. You know, we were so busy working and and doing that. We just didn't get out. I I don't recall very many hikes or anything that we were doing. We just didn't have access like we do now. And this places that we've been, we, we recently were on the coast um, in Oregon. We, and we literally just said, Hey, there's an opening right here. We pulled the RV in and we, we set up, we pulled off the side and there was a little sign that somebody had written. There's a trail on the what is guard the, the guardrail. And there's like, and they pointed um, that there was a trail down to this cool beach. And so private freaking beach, we were overlooking this in the RV. We walked down there Nobody at all down there in the world. I just love that we have just these random and crazy adventures like that. That's yeah,
2: just, uh, that's in fact, there's, there's a power tip. If, if somebody's new to RVing, it's like, where are you going? Well, A, you don't have to plan where you are going the whole time. And B, if you see something that looks cool, like, Hey, that looks like it might be cool on that direction. You see a sign or a pull out of river, just go take it, explore. That's where I've seen some of the coolest stuff. Like just go, hey, let's just, let's pull off here and see what it is. Like, Oh, this is amazing. a view of the whole ocean.
0: I think the reason I brought up the old life is because I almost felt like, even though you guys are talking about kayaking and hikes and CrossFit, there was just something there that I've ran into a lot, especially people that live in really nice, beautiful weather areas, that Mm -hmm. when they have that type of work schedule, they could almost live anywhere because they're literally going from the car to the office, (laughs) back to the home. So what's the point of having the weather? And I've ran into so many people that lived in – I mean, whether it's Florida or California, just beautiful weather areas. And until they got out of that rut and out of that life is when they actually started adventuring, especially kayaking and biking. Like there are not a lot of people that kayak and bike in their adult lives that I've known until I met RVers. And I've done both so many times over the last four years. And and it's weird that like I just wanted to make sure there was a call out. I don't like to lead the witness, so I wanted to be like – how, oh, especially 100%. when you met your when you mention you're active, I always be like, well, let's go back. Were you active then? And it's almost always no. There was no time. Or well, I mean, we're active,
2: we went to the. I went to the gym. You know, right. we, we both went to the gym a lot. That was about. That was about it.
1: Yeah, but, but inside, you know, not, yeah. not You know, we got crossfit later. We have run.
2: We each run a few marathons, so we've done some active things. But yeah, as far as getting out and seeing the world, no, yeah, like exploring little, the adventures
1: and things, you know, nah, yeah, you know, nah, you know, now we we. we we've, we just make the time to do it.
2: Love Still force me, like I'm like I'll be in this like editing is super time-consuming. Like just stop, go outside and smell the freaking trees, man. Yep. Like,
0: yeah. Even, and that's a good point too. Is I bet you've noticed that now working on your own schedules. That and and I'll speak for me, and you can chime in that I probably mm-hmm. actually work harder, but yep. I Absolutely. but I take breaks harder though too. Yes, that yes, I'm yes. like, oh, it's going to rain all day tomorrow. Tomorrow can be my day to design the magazine. Today I'm going right. to go out and play because the weather is nice. Where when I worked for someone else, I yeah. couldn't call my boss and be like, hey, it's really nice weather today. I'd rather work yeah. Saturday when it's raining. Is that okay? Of course it's not okay. And, right. Yeah. We, we kind of did that. And
2: it's hard for me to stop still. She's like, let's take a half a day for ourselves. And I don't know what day of the week it is. On a Tuesday, I'm like, <laughs> part of me is like, yeah, I got a lot of stuff I got to do. But it's like, dude you ever been in a hot tub next to your RV at five or six or seven o'clock in the morning in a yeah. forest? It's like, oh, I can do that. And nobody nobody's going to yell at me, you know, <laughs> no doubt. Like, why wouldn't I?
1: <laughs> or, or last night we were in and, you know, literally like just, I, I said, Trevor, just look up, freaking look up, look at all the stars and look at the trees and the treetops. And just, we, there was an owl, you know, howling and it was just, gorgeous I, you, I can't explain except that it's truly living a life and experiencing life
2: and it's not about money because everything here costs less the house the land every all the things cost less here and it's better than the life we had before
0: without a doubt yeah people always ask is is RVing full-time affordable and I'm like well it depends on where you came from first of yeah. all and then it's like and then there's it depends on live. what you're willing to allow it because I think you can make it work no matter what
1: Moment. absolutely
0: yeah. you know it's just uh, we become a society that if we make five thousand we spend seven thousand yeah, yes and we do. should have been <laughs> a society that we make five we spend three and we you yes. know and we, yeah. we have a nice little cushion um, and,
2: and the last thing i want to say is that it might take some sacrifice you right. know what do you what do you want to give up to get something like do you need more like nobody needs more stuff man right. stuff just weighs you down like we dumped so much stuff when we moved and even today lee's like i got we got to get rid of more stuff like stuff i mean there's a even a travel that's like less, less stuff, more travel, or I forget what they're called, but it, it's, you don't need stuff. You need experience. Life is about experiences. Right. That's going to make you happy. And I don't know what the quote is, but you know, life is a collection of experiences are something about the more diverse and the greater they are, the better your life is going to be. It's not about, oh, I got the latest camera or an iPhone or a car. It's like, that's, there is no joy in that stuff. It's temporary nothingness. Experiencing life is where it's at.
0: Without it. Nobody looks at photos of their things. Right you right. know what I mean like nobody's yeah. like pulling out an old album and be like oh remember this one I mean the thing might be in the background you're like look at that turntable or look at that eight track but what I'm saying right. is nobody's like and I get yeah. social change out a little when we get something new there are people that want to make sure, like, hey, guys, check this out. I got this nice, new, shiny object. But I'm talking about when you're really thinking about, no one's yeah. like, I really wish I would have got the Apple 15. I, my life would have been so much better.
2: Right, right. right. So, right Though I am right. wanting a new camera now. I'm lusting pretty hard for my next camera. But you know, Yeah, same here, too. What?
0: I'm still a junkie, don't, so don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I think we've done some good high lows, obviously, in this talk, for sure, and yeah. just hanging out. Yeah. But I want to do a little of what I call the high low in and around just the lifestyle itself. So what's been a low in the lifestyle that maybe you didn't realize you would hit? And my only rules are it can't be COVID-related, flat tire-related, or Internet-related, because I think that happens to all of yours. Know but that. what's just been a low that maybe you didn't expect in this lifestyle that hit you? You know, I think traveling. one of the
2: hardest thing, which is silly, one of the hardest things is figuring out where to go next because we didn't plan in advance. And it's like, Oh, and you know, things are, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to find places to stay. That that was, that was pretty challenging. And then sometimes, The driving was a bit of a grind when we try to do like, Oh, four hours a day, but you know, it'd be eight or 10 or 12. A lot of the time that was, that was pretty rough. And the other thing that my wife will say for me a little bit was missing, you know, family and people that you live near that we've lived, you know, we lived in the the past. That's, that's kind of rough. Um, I think not having that kind of stability of like, Oh, this is my, this is my social network and my family and friends that are here that that was a little bit tougher. I think more for her than for me. I would say Leila,
1: you Well, know. And I, that's, that's for me. I, I, I would just miss um, my kids or my grandchildren or even some social, but a little bit of that, that's Trevor was still grinding a little bit too, a lot harder when we were working. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, self-employed, he'd be back there. And so I would have um, like, I'd be in the middle of, I don't know Kansas or Missouri or someplace. Thinking, okay, where's some people? Let's let's find that. So I, sometimes that w- that would be a little bit harder. That was a little surprising for me that I did get some of that longing and the loneliness for community for community. Yep. Yet I started realizing there was a lot of community within sight of. Just go, I'd go into a store and I just start asking people. So right. that that was hard at times though.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. What's been the, I mean, besides the hot tub at six in the morning, what's been a, like, I can't believe this is our life kind of moment that you guys have had in this lifestyle that you guys can call out?
1: Oh, it's, it's really, I feel like I have these collection of people and experience across the United States that just live forever in my heart. Like, I can't even explain to people how incredible it is to collect these experiences that forever changed my life and my paradigm of the world and people.
2: And it's simple things
1: like we remember a restaurant, I think it might've been in
2: Missouri, just like a little, you know, hometown, tiny restaurant with fried weird stuff with like weird old stuff on the walls. Like you, like you remember these little, these little moments that aren't like big things. It's not like you're seeing like some, you know, one of the 10 wonders of the world or seven wonders of the world. It's like, you're just, you're in this little town experiencing, like, whoa, a very different life and different people. Like, that's the stuff that stands out. And then they're seeing, like, some beautiful things, like, you know, the dust in the beach in Florida and the blue hole, like these, some, what are they it's called?
1: It's the, you know, the, the it, it, spring. It's itch- itch-
2: Hot Springs. You know, there's some spring, not Hot Springs, Hitachi Springs, things like that. that are really like, whoa, this stuff is, like, is gorgeous. So it's a, it's a combination of, like, big things and little things, I guess. Gotcha.
0: No, that's what. That's what I think is really interesting in this lifestyle. That that those are the kind of the the pullouts, and a lot of times it's really the small moments which I love too. That it's does. I think people think it needs to always be, you know, where we were. I don't know, bungee jumping or like rock climbing. And right, sometimes people will right. say, you know, it was just sitting in the backyard with someone that we met and we're drinking coffee and it like that kind of stuff. I love that we just yeah, yeah. We, we weren't hyper focused to for some reason back in the day. Now, I want to make sure people know where to find you guys. And remember, folks, I will link all this down below no matter what they share. But where can people find you, you know, from YouTube to website to Instagram, whatever you guys want to share, where can people find you?
2: The the best place is Life Untethered on YouTube, L-Y-F-E. Think of Live Your Full every day, so L-Y-F-E, Untethered on YouTube. And to spy on us, if you're a voyeur, um, we have forest untethered, which streams our backyard camera. We feed deer and squirrels and skunks and stuff. We have them like every day. We'll have like huge bucks and, you know, animals out there every day eating and stuff. So we stream that stuff 24 seven and put up highlights. Also, those are the best places on YouTube. And then if you're into filmmaking, you know I've got Trevor Jones, creator on YouTube. So there's three YouTube channels, and then Instagram. It's Life Untethered. Also, that's those are the best places to find us. And we are going to be getting a, a web website set. So we own the URLs. I mean, right now they point to YouTube, but Life Untethered and Forest Untethered com. Um, if you forget, those are the places.
0: Awesome. Well, Trevor. And- Oh no! Good. You got more? Okay.
2: And the well, last thing is, if you if you're like if you're struggling with things like you know these personal things like cancer or suicide, and you want someone to talk to, we will talk to you. You can call Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, if you go on Life Tether and Ted, go to the About section on YouTube, you can see our email and just email us. Um, and you know we're we're down to talk to people that need talking to because uh, there's people you know <laughs> there's people out there that don't know don't know who to talk to or, or how to deal with things, and not that we're we're not therapists or anything, but if you want an ear, you know we're there for you.
0: That's very cool. I appreciate you doing that. It just, I think that speaks volumes to who you guys are. Trevor, Leela, I just want to thank you both for coming on the show, sharing your story. I know it's going to inspire a lot of people. I know it's going to something that'll get shared. Cause I know someone knows someone that's dealing with the stuff you've dealt with that maybe has not thought about this life is for them. And they'll find out that they too can do it. So again, thank you so much for coming on the show and being so transparent and sharing your story.
2: Thanks Damien. It's, it's been awesome being on with you.
1: It's been a, it's been our gift and it's been a gift for us feeds our soul. Thank you.
0: Well, another good episode and a big thank you to Trevor and Leva again for coming on the show, for being so transparent and also the willingness to be available to others. Just click on the show notes in your podcast player if you need to connect with them and ask them any questions. If you got the sense that I did, they would love to help and support you in any way they can. Also, just a friendly reminder, if you're enjoying the Rootless Living podcast or the magazine, make sure to let your friends and family know by sharing us on your favorite social media channel. It's a really big help in getting the word out. And if you use the hashtag rootlessliving over on Instagram, we're going to share it as well. And like always, if you think you know someone that would make a good guest or that guest might even be you, please send us an email at podcast at And let's see if we can help tell your story. Until next week, stay rootless.